Hello, everybody, and welcome to What Do You Say Anime? I'm your host, Peter. Joining me on today's episode, we have Cat, Haz, and Pat. And on today's episode, we will be reviewing... Actually, we will be giving our first impressions, slash kind of reviewing, on 11 shows currently airing from the fall 2020 preview. We'll be doing a little thing different. Uh, we're not going to be doing like the big popular shows like Haiku or Jujutsu Kaisen, since everybody's already watching them already. And then we're not going to be doing a show like... Oh, you know, irregular at Magic High School because you probably shouldn't be watching that show. So we'll be <laughs> skipping that. So, uh, yeah, so 11 different shows. If you're looking for a specific show on our first impression, links in the description below for the timestamps on that show. So first we're going to jump right into our show that all four of us are watching. And that is The Journey of Elena, The Wandering Witch. The show is currently airing on Funimation only, I believe. And it's a adventure story of a witch who is just coming out of like her apprentice apprenticeship and is traveling the world so if you are a fan of these types of shows that are world building in terms of who knows what this magical world filled with witches and uh like wizards and curses and stuff like that we see that in early episodes if you're a fan of like that like harry potter-esque type of show this is the type of show for you so far through four episodes i believe if i'm not mistaken we've been kind of like a whirlwind of emotions in terms of I thought this was going to be like a comedy slice of life and then we get some heavy drama and then we get some really good action so my first impression so far is if you're in that type of show man this is this is a really like out of nowhere type of show for me because I thought the show was kind of gonna suck but uh how about Pat give me your first impressions on the journey of Elena uh, yeah, so this is uh, the only show that going into the season that I'm watching now that I didn't expect to be watching. Uh, I heard some really good things about the first few episodes and tuned in. Uh, you know, I was not a well growing up. I was a big Harry Potter kid, but it never like ballooned into adulthood, you know, like like Star Wars did for me or anime. But um, I, I still enjoy this show a lot, like the the way they do um, the witchcraft and and the like you said the action has been really good so far too i think uh i think most people uh would enjoy this show that yeah you know, like you said it has the slice of life but it also has the drama in it as well and i and i enjoy that uh the thing that i think has me hooked the most other than elena herself and like the art as well just being really pretty and comfortable um is the is the journey it's a it's the telling uh of a story and they they reference uh nike who uh depending on what greek mythology you read um it changes but uh she's the goddess of victory in some greek mythology but then there's also the journey of nike and her it's similar to like the odyssey and that that to me hooked me because i love mythology i love history stuff like that so i'm curious to see how they turn her quest into um or, or how they tell the journey of elena which sure the titular the title of the show so yep. is this a must watch considering oh right sorry ignore? yep um i don't know it's not it's definitely not a must watch uh unless you're uh <laughs> unless this just ticks all of your boxes off but uh I, I i would consider it like again i'm gonna keep watching it, it it's not something I, I don't see my i don't see myself dropping this unless it completely turns around or for some reason but it sure. won't so cat how about yeah. your first impressions of uh the journey of elena so I'm a lot like you, Pete. When I when I first watched it, I was like, I was so excited because I was like, oh, I'm gonna see a fucking slice of life. And then the first episode was like, oh, okay, well now we get some melodrama, and then that turned into action. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, really? I and don't know. and <laughs> then 
like the rest of it to be honest uh mod is going to be a little bit different than the uh mod first impression is going to be a little bit different than the uh than the harry potter like comparisons mod is more like it's kind of like mother goose grim like the actual stories not the uh disnified everything is okay stories no we're talking about the actual like the shit that teaches you shit that you need to know instead yeah. of shit that we want to be idealistic like it's actually teaching you the shit that uh teaching you shit that goes on it's just in a like in a more witchy way uh and to be honest it's just a very it's it's a very like it's a very fun show to watch but at the same time like it's not something that you can really you can kind of turn your brain off to do it but you won't enjoy it as much let's okay. put it that way so where where do you, uh, you put it must watch consider it uh i i'm kind of with pat i wouldn't say that it's a must watch i'd say that a lot of people would really like it but they're a small subset of people that would genuinely that would dislike it and i think that and because of that i think there should be a little bit of like it's considerate but okay. it's a high considerate a, a shonen bro would hate this show like they, they, they would <laughs> exactly. they would they would be t- so zoned out they wouldn't know what to do with all this high class stuff that's going on in the show high so class you know yeah I'm, yeah yeah of course. Uh, one last note I forgot to mention. Uh, I always like to look at what studio is doing a show too. This is being done by C2C, uh, not a studio I'm very familiar with. And when I look at their anime list, the only shows ahead of the show in terms of like knowledge is uh, Hitori Bochi. They did this sh- that show. And then they did that uh, at uh, Will You Be There at the End of the World for Me or something like that. Oh, like, world's whatever end, the, yeah. the World's End. Yeah, thank you. That is, those are the only other shows on the list that I at least recognize. So uh, that's just something interesting. So if you liked either of those shows, you'll, you might it's like a, the yeah, show. Yeah, it's a newer studio. And they, yeah. basically off of Tori Bochi, I love that show. So Yeah, yeah. It, I, yeah it's a, a little different vibe than Hitori Bochi, but it's like the, the same studio. So if you like that show, you should watch this. For sure. Has your first impressions on the journey of Elena? Um, journey of Elena. The journey of Elena slaps. Um, I love it. Um, much like Pat, I I didn't really grow up into the Harry Potter thing. Also, it just wasn't what I was exposed to. I was a sci-fi guy. I love Star Wars. A lot of my first anime, like Android and Burst Angel, are like cyberpunk sci-fi mech shit. Um, but this definitely is like everything I kind of like about fantasy. Uh, it, it's not the, the way I would describe it is if Little Witch Academia kind of took itself a lot more seriously yeah, I and see that. Um, instead of being so lighthearted about it um, and it, it works it works really well and what I will say is that if you're someone like me who has a really bad time keeping up with seasonals because you have three battle passes you feel obligated to complete because you already spent $10 on each of them and you're broke and you're making no income. So this is an investment. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sorry. I, I just kind of got triggered thinking about it. Um, <laughs> uh, this is a show that I think is a must watch for people like me who just aren't good at keeping up with seasonals and, and want something because I feel like each episode there's a message and it's satisfying by the end of that like the first episode could be an anime in of itself in my opinion like the entire arc of that episode you could stretch that out in the 12 episodes um and i i think each episode is just like you pick it up 
you watch it, you're satisfied by the end, and then you move on with your day. And if you forget that, you know, you have to watch the next episode next week on Wednesday, it's fine. Um, so I'm going to put it as a must-watch for that. Otherwise, it, I agree, like, pick it up if you're interested in fantasy. Or if you want something with, like, a message, because I think it is pretty good at invoking emotion. I got a little, like, heart tug at the I end of the too. first episode. Oh, yeah. I was like, wow, this this got really quickly to my heart. And I don't really feel things because I'm 19 and depressed. So. <laughs> Anyways, that, that's my first impression. No, yeah. no, it definitely. I even thought the newest episode, it, it kind of hits you in different ways. Where how it hit you episode one is hitting you different on episode four. So I feel like each episode kind of does a good job at like telling a different type of story. And so far, this is for me, it's borderline like must watch slash... Uh, consider it but for right now i'm just putting it at consider it but this is one of the maybe like top five shows of this season i'd put it at i think it can go up i don't see it going down that's the way i would best describe it is like in terms of like it's always going to be inconsiderate even if it just rides the path that it's currently on i don't see it becoming like droppable or something but i but it could if it continues to be good turn into a must-watch show by the end of the season i, I can definitely that's see that describe for sure that. Okay, so that's three considerates and one must-watch for Journey of Elena Wandering Witch. Next on the list is Akudama Drive. Oh, boy, I've been waiting for, to talk about this one. I'll, I'm going to say it straight up. This is a must-watch for me. I think this has Anime of the Year written all over it. Highly, this is Anime of the Season for me, like, by a mile. I was absolutely blown away. I still think we're being lied to, because it says Studio Perot is doing the animation for it, and I don't <laughs> believe them. <Yeah. laughs> There's no way Studio Perot is doing the animations for this, because it's so clean. It's so crisp. It's amazing. Naruto was clean. Come on, give him some credit, Okay, right? Naruto is, f for what it is, is fine. It's not, like, the, it's not breathtaking animation. Naruto is fair not enough. breathtaking. Okay. This is, like... The fights were. The fights this were. Is, this yeah, is, like... Enough anime like animation of the year it's not violet evergarden but like it's everyone's talking about how good jujitsu kaisen's animation is this season i think this is better than jujitsu kaisen in terms of animation i'm blown away by this series it's a combination of oceans 11 and cyberpunk it's or sorry uh cyberpunk oceans 11 and suicide squad so we have like this group of like yeah. villains all together doing missions essentially for like this cyborg cat and it's just a whole bunch of nonsense, whether it's ridiculous comedy, over-the-top action, insane visuals with the cyberpunk, like, I don't know, 2077 cyberpunk shit that we got going on. I love this show so much. Must watch as soon as it's Thursday, as soon as it's my lunch break, I'm watching Akudama Drive. I love Akudama Drive so much. An absolute must watch. Kat, your first impressions on Akudama Drive. So, my first impressions of Akadama Drive have been a lot of, like, uh, first, when you first started talking about Akadama Drive, because I wasn't really planning on watching it, uh, you said that it was better than Doro I don't believe that. Uh, I am not of the same opinion. Uh, but it is really good. I I am close to the same opinion where it's like close to uh, anime of the anime of the season, but I'm a little bit I'm leaning a little bit more towards Journey of Elena to being something like that uh, if it gets better. Uh, but the thing is, Akadama Drive is a lot of what you just just described, except for Suicide Squad. If it was better, like if it actually had you know uh, more 
interesting characters. A good cast, of, yeah. Exactly. There you go. I, um, I don't get the Suicide Squad hate. I, I loved that movie. Maybe okay, that's because well, I didn't grow up on that stuff. But, okay, guys, sorry. That's a different topic. I'm it, sorry. Yeah. That Pat <laughs> has just solidified his stance on how he views stuff. So if you agree with Pat, side with him. <laughs> but I think most people are going to disagree with Say that. Say it too. in the comments. I mean, again, I get why it's hated, but I enjoyed it because I didn't care about the characters at all going into it. Yeah. So maybe that's why I liked it. So go ahead, though. Sorry to interrupt. But um, yeah, so uh, Akadama Drive is. It has a fucking crazy, uh, a fucking crazy art style. A lot, not a lot like Doro Hidero, but it's one of those art styles where the CGI doesn't clash with the handwritten Absolutely. art style. Like it, it, and that is hard to do. Uh, well, yeah, it's no, hard it to is do. Hard to do. And the thing is to find an art style like that and then put it out as where it's just seamless is amazing and and just to do that I'll, instead of go just going full cgi is honestly i don't know which one is harder because you know i don't animate but like it, it's just it's just really interesting and the story is uh the story actually keeps me wanting more but the thing is, like, it's it's not at the point where I'd be like, okay, hands down, this is be- this is the best one of the season. This is the best one of the year. Uh, I still hold Durahidoro as the best one of the year, and I think there are other shows that are better than this in this than better than this that can be better than this in this season. Okay. And I don't want to call it that early, uh, but I will say that this is a I will say that this is a considerate. Uh, I'd say considerate if you if you really like Bacano or uh, Ninety One Days, things like that. Just get just that kind of like interesting ki- type of like uh, we've been thrust into this situation, and now we got to figure out what's going on, and now we got to figure out how all of this connects. Yep. Like I, I feel like that that that's how this show works, but. It's a very high considerate. All right. Has your first impressions. Pete has great uh, opinions. Uh, not dick sucking here. Uh, uh, I mean, if you want, that's fine. I mean, you know what? Um, anyways, Pete <laughs> good, good, good catch. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're recording. Uh, Pete told me to watch this. I wasn't watching it. I wasn't going to. And I watched it. And uh, it's amazing because it's the Ocean Eleven reference. It's Ocean's Eleven as an anime, and it's an entire the entire series. I, I'm I'm calling it now is just a JoJo's reference. It's it's all a JoJo's reference. There's a lot of JoJo love it. references in it. There's a lot of fucking JoJo references in it. Okay, the characters are great. Every one of them. I don't hate any of them. Which is amazing because there are at least like what there's seven in the main group yep, and you seven, have like yep. three antagonists um, so far or maybe more. Um, great shit. The dynamic between them is amazing. The dialogue is amazing. The art style is a little vaporwave form. It makes me a little cringe because but not because it's bad. It just reminds me of Leafy. Um, anything that reminds me of Leafy makes me cringe. Um, <laughs> But it's it's so good. It's so well done. Like, it, 
and it, and it's one of those things that uh, and we're gonna bring this up later. I think me and Pete, where it's like, this is balls to the wall shit, but this is taking full advantage of it being an anime. Yep, it's you're not getting this anywhere else. This is anime shit. Um, and if you just want some real anime shit in a sci-fi cyberpunk world, you should. This is a must-watch for me. Damn right. All right, so that's. And Pat's not watching it, so that's where we're not getting No, is. not yet. Maybe maybe later. If so it that's... continues to, to impress you guys, yeah. I might. I, I, like, I, I honestly had no idea either going in. You guys have kind of sold me on it with the... I actually like Vaporwave stuff. I think that stuff's cool. And then, um, uh, I don't know, again, like, it's it, the, the crossovers or the, the shows that you brought up to compare it to are shows I like. So yeah. may, I, I might tune in later in the season and binge it or something. But... So that's two must-watches okay. and one consider. Go ahead, Cat. So I also want to add this in. So uh, we also just a small note that uh, every episode is named after an action movie. That's kind of that's kind of that's kind of funny. And also, Pat, you would really, really like it because it's kind of like the first three episodes of SAO. If the if it didn't just go balls to the wall. That's a really weird comparison. I would not not compare it to the first three episodes of SAO in almost any way. I would I would compare it to like the same. It's violently action the same way MK11 is violently 80s action star. Yeah, it's it's well. Cat said really like a good comparison. If you watched it from this year, uh, Doro Hatero, it's like a cyberpunk Doro Hatero where it's like visually stunning, but like it's also like overly the top, over the top, like gruesome in some spots. But then sometimes it's just like. Beautiful animation while they're riding a train. It's just like, holy shit, like, this is incredible. So, it's a combination of a lot of things. SAO, I don't think that's one of them. <laughs> He's just trying to sell it on me. Because, like, yeah. I'd be like, oh, must watch. Like, oh, yes. it's no. SAO, you must watch I'm it. kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. No, uh, I, I, again, I'll probably check it out. Yeah, two must watches and I consider it for Akudama Drive. Up next is our first rom-com of the season. We got Tony Kaku, Fly Me to the Moon. Tony it's- Kawa. Tony Kawa. Sorry, I don't know why I wrote Tony Kaku. Tony, it's Tony, both. Is it both, both names are true. Yeah, it's Tony both. Kaku Kawai is the Japanese That's name, right. but Tony Kaku is a shortened name. Yes, I forgot that they did that. It's silly sometimes. Yeah, so our first rom com of the season, a boy essentially kind of saves a girl. The girl kind of saves him from getting hit by a bus, and then they get married. It's a really, really quick transition from first, yeah from first meet to getting married. But it, the story is based around the interaction between the two characters. You have this lovable, I don't know, nerdy, dorky dude who's seems like he's trying his best, but he's still learning as he goes. And this girl who is essentially is kind of using him, but I feel like also has the sympathy and cares for him at the same time. It's kind of, we're still learning as we go, but so far through the first couple of episodes, been pretty enjoyable. We just got introduced in the newest episode to like the side cast from the, the Onsen so I think we got two new characters from, I guess one's like his kohai, one is like the girl who kind of runs the onsen. It's like the, her family own, runs it, but she's probably going to be the main pinnacle since they don't own a bathroom or they don't own a, like a bath in their apartment. You're talking about the second. You're talking about the, the third episode. episode. Last week. And then I'm talking about the third episode, the onsen, and then uh, the fourth episode. Or sorry, was that the second episode? Yeah, that was. Yeah, I'll the make it easier. Episode. The onset episode and then the mansion episode, yeah. where you kind of learn some. I'm yeah, not, I'm not going to get into spoilers, but they go into a mansion, so some things happen, and you learn more about it. 
in terms of rom-com so far it's okay um I'm, I'm gonna put it as considerate like if you're rom-com trash like me you will i will watch all 12 episodes regardless of how it goes um mm-hmm. if rom-coms are not your thing i don't think this is gonna hit for like new new people um the op is incredible god the op slaps so hard uh cast i'll talk about it in a second but it's a great op uh yeah so i'm just gonna put it under considerate if you like rom-coms cat your first impressions so here's the thing i really gotta talk about how uh how i reacted when i first started watching this watching this show uh the first episode hit me and i was like okay okay op it's kind of lit it's kind of lit boy step okay i got you and then it fucking shows you know me and i'm a huge fan of you know me and i fucking went insane because <laughs> i've been following you know me for like uh almost a year and a half and i was always expecting him to put out a, a song for an anime and i'd never seen an anime that had that had his name on it and then i looked up an article and this was the first anime that he actually had no p and i and i was fucking lit and the song is great but the op just compliments compliments it amazingly uh and the thing is the thing is with the show itself it it, it the op kind of uh compliments the show a little bit the op definitely raises the show instead of the show raising the op uh so the main thing is uh nasa is kind of like is kind of not necessarily a bland bitch but he's he he's got a little bit of character and i feel like that's gonna grow uh as the show goes on but not too much uh the the girl is definitely is definitely the best character in the show. Uh, even though we're four episodes in, I feel like that's just going to be the consensus. I think it's solidified uh, pretty early. Yeah, uh, that is to say that she's that is to say that she's not a mediocre character. She's a good character, uh, but like she has, she's not your typical. Oh, I'm always blushing. She's actually got a little bit of like uh, a little bit of maturity in her, which is weird because like the most the oldest person that we meet uh that isn't like a like a tertiary character or just a background character is uh is nasa i think and he's fucking so nasa's the main character for people who haven't watched it yeah uh and it's just i just love this show so much but then again i'm also rom-com trash yeah uh but with that, I also have to say that this is probably the first, the second Crunchyroll original that I think people should watch. So with that said, uh, yeah, I, I'm probably going to give it a must watch. Must watch. Okay, Pat, your first impressions. Wow, a must watch. Good. Uh, I guess so. Um, so for me, the show uh, going in, I knew I was going to want to watch it because, yeah, like, like Pete and Kat, I'm rom-com trash. I think uh, everything they've said uh, so far has been pretty fair. Uh, if you don't like rom-coms, there's no reason for you to even like think about watching the show in the first place. But then if you do like rom-coms, though, then you probably want to watch it. Like It's definitely worth, worth at least giving an episode or two. Uh, I really like the main two characters as well. Uh, I think the guy 
like you've said that you've said so far he starts out a little bland or like the bland bitch protagonist but i think he breaks from that mold pretty quickly because he does cr uh think critically and he does show hey i have thoughts as a guy sometimes that are not pure you know and he but he doesn't back down from them and they're they're pretty funny when they happen too um i think the girl too uh sukasa very interesting too like we don't know much about her past yet and i'm curious to learn about it uh just a couple quick notes that i want to bring up that are unique uh first off it's done by seven arcs who other than white album and dog days the white album first season by the yeah, way not the, not, <laughs> not not white album two white album which two, is sorry. a completely different show yep. from white album one it did white album one and white album two, season two of the first album first album god that's so annoying why is it like that they don't even relate to each other and then they also did dog days that's another and sekiri or sekiri something like that that's uh so there you go sekiri so yeah i never heard of that <laughs> i've never heard of that show myself but uh you watch it, looks it for like the it did... plot oh okay so it's one of those shows yeah. and the plot both and plots. the plot and bo both plots gotcha like but high school that, DXD, but not as good yeah but not as good not it's not dxd but okay so it's that level but yeah so it's not a very big studio that's doing this uh but i think they're doing a very good job with it so far it's very pretty the main thing i have to complain about with how it looks is the fucking hairpiece that she wears someone please in the comments if you are listening to this and know what the fuck it is please tell me because i don't get it it doesn't shape her hair in any way like some like hair clip or something like that it literally looks like a um a yamaka but it a female version her. that goes to the back it doesn't no no because they showed her take it off in the first episode and it does not change how her hair is shaped in any way <laughs> i genuinely i the cat don't even try me on this because i watched that episode and saw that moment because i specifically said why like there has to be a reason for it it's just there i don't get it and so please it, someone in the comments tell me why it's there other uh, than just a stylistic thing go ahead cat i want you to try but again i watched it and i could have sworn it didn't do anything so the thing is those types of hair pieces are meant to keep the hair from splitting like keep the hair bunched together rather than shape the hair so instead of having the hair like go all over the, all over the fucking place it's supposed to have like a little bit of hair in the back so that it all moves together rather than having all of the hair like move separately. So it's supposed to like reference that our hair is more, uh, it's straight basically that that's pretty much what, so what you're telling me I, is I, we need a barbershop, the anime. All, I, I'm, <laughs> all I'm hearing is that Pat, Pat doesn't understand women. That's all I'm <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's what it is. Yeah. That's a, there you go. I guess that you've outed me. You got, Got him. We, ladies and gentlemen, got him. we got him. Fuck. Damn. Right. How do I recover from that? But yeah, other than that, uh, it's just uh, one last note about this show. One of the alternate titles for it is Fly Me to the Moon, uh, which that, when I read that initially, got me interested because I'm waiting for some Frank Sinatra references. I'm waiting for something to come in that has to do with that or mythology as well because the maiden name of Sukasa. The female is Sukiyomi, who is the god of the moon in Japanese mythology. So I am very curious to see if that comes in as well at any point. And they also talk about uh, Kagura or Kaguya, sorry, uh, Princess Kaguya, who uh, was banished to the moon. Um, it's again, it has a little bit to do with Chinese mythology as well. Uh, it, again, it's very cool stuff, uh, and I want to know if they actually do anything with it or if it's just there to get people like me interested and then 
like it, yeah, I know. Like so many shows do, they don't follow up on it. So, uh, but I would say, yeah, it's not must watch yet. Uh, it's not like some rom com that's going to change your life. But if you like rom coms, I recommend you watch it. So this is going to be in the the middle tier for me. I can't remember what we called it. Um, consider, consider it. Consider it. Yeah, we go. Kat, do you have a final word before we move on? So I also want to add this because I forgot that I wanted to say this before, like before we got here. So in Tony Kawa, it, it is. Like one of the reasons why I have it as a must watch is because it's not just like it, it's it's because of its Crunchyroll original type of thing. Uh, it's it's like not as it's not as subtle with its like with its actual like references. Like uh, in the latest episode, there were just like fucking like eight references like back to back to back, and I <laughs> and I was. I was laughing my asshole. Uh, so, Fate, the Command Seal, there was Berserk, there was, um, uh, I know there was a JoJo reference in there. Uh, fucking, just, just watch the fucking okay. show, man. <laughs> There, yeah, there are a lot of good references. It's very again, the comedy is there too. It's not just romance. It is the comedy is there. I think it hits well with, for the most part. I don't think it's missed very often. All right, so we have two considerates and one must watch for Tony Kawa slash Tony Kaku slash Fly Me to the Moon, Crunchyroll original. <laughs> Next up is a show that Cat and Pat are are the only ones watching. That's season three of Golden Kamui. So, Cat, uh, if you want to take it away, how you how you feeling about the season of Golden Kamui? So this season of Golden Kamoi already is a fucking must watch. <laughs> like I like I can't really say a I can't really say too much about the whole series. Uh because I mean I've watched the whole series up to this point. But like the thing is this is it, it may not be up your alley. But the third season is a fucking must watch, to be honest. <laughs> because what because the first the first episode establishes where we are, how we got here. A uh, little bit of flashback, but not too much, which I'm grateful for. And then we get into like the story and how it's going, and then we get into Stanka. <laughs> Stanka, yes, that's such a good. <laughs> fucking stink. Look, <laughs> the Stinka is one of my favorite. Is one of my favorite words now, just in general. But the second episode, when they, which is actually named Stinka, is one of the first episodes, like in the past year in 2020, that has made me almost fucking like has made me die laugh, like close to fucking passing out laughing. Like I, my stomach hurt. I was crying, and I was doubled over because I was laughing so hard at that goddamn episode, and I don't forgive it at all because that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Just the fucking Basra and the Stenka and the fucking every time they did the Basra, everybody was looking at the camera, and then they had this half-ass like JoJo reference. <laughs> And then they, the fucking, this is Stinka. This is not Stinka! Um, for anyone wondering, before Kat continues his part, uh, I feel like we need to explain this. Uh, Stanka essentially is uh, naked men, or nearly naked men, punching each other uh, until one of them falls over. It's like literally like a bare knuckle boxing 
in a in a very comical sense. So that's what it, again. I, I I'll talk about more of my opinion later, but I'll let Cat keep going. But just so you understand what Stanka is, that's why it's the whole focus of the episode. Go ahead, Cat. Finish it. Finish up. Yeah. So uh, basically, other than that, uh, all I really have to say is uh, this ep- this whole season so far has been honestly really enjoyable. It's uh, other than episode two because it's a fucking it's a fucking top tier episode. Uh, episode one and episode three have been like uh, on par with Golden Kamoy, and it's probably about an eight or a nine. Just both seasons. Uh, season one about an eight. Season one, I think I put it at a nine. This uh, this season so far has been about at a nine for me. Uh, it's damn near must watch. Uh, and honestly, I feel like you guys should watch the, I feel like you guys should watch just to get up to, just to get up to season three, episode two. Um, but anyway, uh, on to you, Pat. All right. Yeah. So, uh, for people who don't know anything about Golden Kamui, uh, it was a hard show for me to ever talk about to people because I never knew what to compare it to. The best description I came up for it when I was trying to tell it to my friend, my one of my uh, real life friends who I used to watch SAO with every week and talk about, but now, now that that's done, we need something else. So I got him to start watching the show. And the way I described it to him was it's a historical heist drama mixed with just slapstick humor and decent action. And that that's, I, I really don't know how else to describe this show. But I am so glad that we watched Bacano a few weeks ago or last week for Watch Club because I think that is probably the best comparison show out there that you can make where if you liked Bacano, you would love Golden Kamui because it's got a huge cast of characters that all have their own motivations and, and interests and the way that their stories all tied together are very important. They're all seeking the same thing generally or well they're not all seeking the same thing but it's all around the same general story which is the same thing with Bakano. i think there's so many lovable characters in golden kamui as well and the it does a really good job of going from super serious scenes to just <laughs> like in stanka or which again the stanka was important to the story but it was also just hilarious to watch these jacked ass japanese soldiers from the uh, russo japanese war throwing punches with each other and and just like again it was a very very comically good episode like cat described it but again the, the whole show is is solid um so i think if you like a show like bakano if you like historical shows this is a good show for you to watch my first impression of the season it like cat said it just picks up back where golden kamui was like it, it's always been a really really solid show uh studio it's done by uh studio gino or gino studio which when i look at their list they've done uh, golden kamui they've done kokoku which i've never heard of and then they've done pet so i'm not sure if there's anyone who's ever liked their work in the past but Golden Kamui is an exception, and it's a good reason to watch it, uh, or to watch what the studio creates, I guess. Um, again, I I think if you liked the first few seasons of Golden Kamui, it's a must-watch, because it continues the story. Uh, all the characters are fun. Sugimoto is a fucking badass. He's he's a walking JoJo's reference, but he's also his own character at the same time That's that uh, is very interesting and fun to watch grow and develop. Uh, I... I don't know. Golden Kamui's always been like one of those eight, a hovering eight, nine shows for me. So I can't like say it's a must watch in general. But if you like history like I do, or if you like a, fun, a good 
comedy mixed in with some drama and history, I think this is a great show for you. So I'm going to throw it on uh, consider it All right, uh, so got, for the general public. So one must watch, one consider it. I, when I was looking at the genres, even though these it's blasphemous that these two haven't seen Vidland Saga yet, but I feel like if you liked Vidland Saga, yes, you would yes, probably it, like Golden Kamui. That's another good one. Vinland Saga is a little more serious, though. Is what I, so, like, this is like Vinland Saga if it had a little bit more comedy thrown sure. in. And not, not that there's not comedic Dying moments in Vinland Saga, Saga but, it, but, like... It, it, it sounds like you described Gintama and Bakano had a love child. It is. That's another <laughs> really much. good comparison. Because, uh, yeah, again, I, I don't think in Vinland Saga they literally will go from a scene where someone's uh, dying or being murdered, which does happen in Gola Kamui. So, you know, it's not like it's just, like, you know things happen but it doesn't it, it's non-consequential it, there are consequences it yeah it is, and it's also signing to be that that too but um it's not um yeah they, they, there's there's no s- scenes where they sit there and eat like deer brain and go hina hina <laughs> and and start la- and start going like oh yeah hina hina you know because that's what you say when you eat good food when you're a uh uh what i forget what the tribe is called uh that that the other main character is from uh but again yeah so again this show is great i love this show i can't i can't wait to see the next episode tomorrow when it debuts uh the i knew yes the i knew so if you like that part of japanese history i think this is a really cool era in japan it's when they just finished their war with uh russia and uh staved them off uh from their invasion so i again i think it's a, a very cool time period in japanese history so if you have any interest in that you should watch the show right on right on going comedy season three there's a reason why it has three seasons so i'll just put it there yes that too. And it wouldn't be a seasonal without Isekai. Our first Isekai <laughs> of the season is I'm Standing on a Million Lives. Uh, pretty stereotypical Isekai, uh, you know, in the classroom and then randomly transported to another world for reasons unknown. Uh, this is the best way in terms of Isekais. I was comparing it to Grimguard because it's the level you start at level one and instead of getting the time skip to like a later level and other Isekais, it's they're. It's level one to level two, level two to level three type of thing. We do get like a very minor level like skip when they go from like three to six, but like nothing like SEO where you see like their level one episode one and then three episodes later, I think Kirito is like forty something. So nothing like that. So if you like the like the the bottom level isekai build your way up type of thing, this is the show for you if you like that. But there's it definitely has its negatives. The animation sucks. Uh, the OP is one of the worst OPs I've ever heard in my entire life. The characters are okay. The main character kind of is a little edgy. And then you have, like, the popular blonde. Uh, the shy girl who, of course, is the main tank type of thing. Although they have some, like, silly dynamics. How the main character gets his role in the show is the game master spins a wheel. And then whatever the wheel lands on, that's his class. And, of course, it's hijinks because he's a chef. While everyone else is a wizard and stuff like that. So you get some like funny class things and they get mixed together. Right now, it's a very low considerate if you're like an Isekai fan. I don't think it's drop worthy yet because there are some cool dynamics that I don't want to spoil. That the show does really well. It's just really like nitpicky things where I, I, I think the characters look so outdated. And I forgot which studio it is, but I'm pretty sure it's like a... like c tier studio type of thing so if you're looking for an isekai there will be another isekai on our list that we'll be talking about in a little bit but this is a consider if your isekai trash has your first impressions on i'm standing on a million lives 
Did you miss me? Guys, I didn't say anything for two shows. Um, no, I. there's not much to say. Uh, it's an isekai. And much to Pete's point about, like, it, it's probably a low considerate. I'll put it in the middle. I, I think most isekai nowadays is con- just a considerate because isekai has become so flooded that really it's down to the peculiarities of what that certain isekai um, has, right? Like, oh, do you do you want to see the hijinks of a wrestler or someone who spawns in with a vending machine for a backpack? Like, <laughs> it, like it, 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 it's, it's honestly like, at this point, it's hard for me to judge an isekai. This is pretty middle of the road. Uh, but it's not offensively middle of the road like Isekai Cheap Magician is. No, it's not that um, bad. It's not nearly as bad. It, it's pretty solid. Um, it, it, how do, it's I like, my, um, like in another world with my smartphone. Like yeah. Death March to a Parallel Rhapsody. It's like that yeah. middle tier Isekai. Yeah. What I will say, though, is that, uh, and I, I have yet to confirm this because I, I don't, I've been catching up on all the other manga that I haven't uh been reading recently i hear that the manga is really good i heard the same thing like so if you if you watch it and you're interested i'd i'd suggest picking up the manga i guess like my uninformed opinion from other people like they said the same thing about ari farta though so i don't know (laughs) we won't go there that's we've talked enough about that so yeah consider it you know yeah but sure isekai is isekai at the end of the day yep that's that's two considerates if you're looking for an isekai guess what comes out next season the third season of the best isekai ever made log horizon so watch log horizon and cap it's the best you haven't seen it so don't talk up next me and cat will be discussing adachi to shimamura it is a coming of age yuri story i believe it's airing on funimation um pretty so far pretty stereotypical uh yuri where it's more of them coming to the realization that, well, as of right now, one of the characters coming to the realization that she is attracted to females and the other girl kind of oblivious, but also kind of like getting that sense. If you're a fan of like those type of stories, I really love wholesome Yuri stuff. This is pretty good so far. I like where it's going because in like the first couple episodes, they've already kind of pushed the boundaries of, like the three episode rule in terms of like really lighthearted Yuri stuff, because it's like they're touching each other. They're hanging out, they're hugging that type of stuff where other shows, unless it's citrus, it takes like 12 episodes to manifest a hand holding scene type of thing. So if you like the good, wholesome quality Yuri, I would put this at a considerate. It's not blowing my mind, but so far it's not that bad. Kat, how about your first impressions of Adichi, Adachi to Shimamura? So I am, so this is probably my first like stereotypical Yuri show. Uh, like the only other like Yuri and or Yaoi show that I've actually watched is uh, Yuri on Ice, which is probably the best gay show that, that I've seen in a long, that is, has come out in a long time. Uh, but the thing is, uh, Adachi Shimamura to, 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 to her. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> So Adachi the Shimamura is kind of that uh kind of that show that um that I'm I'm just kind of like oh that comes out today. Uh I'm gonna wait until like I sit down and watch another better show. Like I'm gonna wait until I watch another show that comes out on the same on like that comes out on Funimation on the same day so I can watch them both together. Uh, and, uh-huh. 
They come out on the same day. <laughs> oh, no. Well, for for example, uh, yeah, but it's it's one of those shows that I that I'm not real like extremely attracted to, but it, it's all right. I, I don't mind it. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that it's actually moving quicker than most stereotypical rom coms, and uh, from your experience, uh, most stereotypical uh yaoi or yuri shows excuse me uh it, it, it scores its points i guess uh but it's probably considerate if you don't like gay stuff or if you're offended by gay things uh don't yeah it's <laughs> yep. all i gotta say exactly so that's two considerate for adachi to shimamura i believe that's only streaming on funimation next we're going to pass it over to pat and has and they are going to talk about the Kind of, it was. It started off as a joke where it was like a remake of Higurashi, but now it's pretty much confirmed that it's like a new, new type of Higurashi. So, Pat, I'll pass over to you for Higurashi. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I am filling in as uh, as has often does. He mistakes me for Miles, uh, another uh, friend of ours on the podcast, and I guess I'm taking his shoes on this as the uh, the white guy. But uh, I will talk about Higurashi, uh, which is a show that is based off of a visual novel and uh, one of the most popular visual novels ever. You know, it's like that. And when you think of a visual novel, you think of like Doki Doki, maybe if you're a more modern person, but this is like an older school visual novel from the 2000s that was very popular. And it already had an anime adaptation as well that if you looked at it, uh, according to Miles, again, this is uh, from a fan of the genre. He says that, you know, people might like it that didn't, read the visual novel like they might have said like that the original adaptation was good but compared to the novel itself it was terrible or or not comparable It, it was not nearly as good as the actual visual novel so this is a show that is see it starts off and seems like a slice of lifey kind of you know like this guy moves into a uh a desolate town in the middle of like rural japan and he makes friends quickly whatever and but then there are the just slight things that seem off and the first episode does a great job of doing that with where you know there'll just be lighthearted music playing and they'll be having a happy lucky conversation and then he'll ask a question and then one of the girls or the people will just respond very bluntly and coldly like completely off tone and it's and it is really really well done like it's off-putting it makes you like sit on edge and your your hair stand up because you're just like wait what the like what was that for and same thing happens to him and he starts to wonder and and there there's some supernatural elements to it too so again the the genres are god when i read the genres it's it sounds terrible that i'm describing it as a slice of life but it really is it's at the start or it, it tries to play itself as one the genres are dementia horror mystery psychological supernatural and thriller so if that doesn't scream slice of life i don't know what's wrong with you but um uh, it's got interesting waifus so far like uh, all the the main uh female cast are interesting in their own way a couple of them are tropey but that's just my the way i look at it um you know you could describe it differently i'm sure if you ask other people like miles who would just talk about how great they are um i my first impressions of the show so far i i'm enjoying it i think it's uh going a bit slow for me but that's probably because i want to see what happens and i want to know what happens next so badly that it annoys me when it doesn't tell me and so i'm sure if i binge the show my patience wouldn't 
be as like tested or I wouldn't be as annoyed by it. Uh, I think if you like horror, or it, which is not a common thing that happens in anime, there really isn't a lot of good horror anime out there. I think this is going to be one of those shows that goes down and, and really is uh, looked at as one of the best in that genre. So I, I think if you like horror, it's a must watch. I think if you liked the visual novels, it's a must watch. Uh, my One of my little quick notes, uh, the studio that did this is Studio Passion or Passion with an E at the end. Uh, their shows, it's pretty funny compared to, to this. It's completely out of their ballpark. Let, let me just list some of the other shows they've done. Uh, Citrus, Rail Wars, fourth season of High School DxD, and my favorite of this list, at least in terms of just being completely uncomparable to Higurashi, is Interspecies Reviewers. So there's there, that's a quite a list of shows to go from. And then to be producing this horror anime, uh, uh, or again, this, this psychological anime, it's, it's very weird, but they're doing a good job with it so far as well. I think the art looks good. Uh, I, I'm enjoying it. Maybe not as much as someone like Miles is, but I think you could definitely uh, enjoy it if you like horror. I, I don't know how Haz feels about it. So I would say this is a must-watch if you like horror, and a considerate if you are a seasonal watcher in general. So, uh, for... I don't mean to catch to start whatever. Uh, let me. Uh, I just want to add this because that got me a little bit. Uh, so basically, what you're saying is that the studio doesn't know how to has not made anything good yet. Uh, the studio has made some good one. things. I don't know what you're talking about. Rail Wars is a yeah, fucking Rail ride. A it's a literal ride. Yeah, it's a ride. I fucking oh. love that show. I know it's terrible, no. but it's good. it's fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I love. No, it's a terrible show, but I, I enjoyed it. I'm edgy, so I, it's got a special place in my heart. Um, but yeah, Interspecies Reviewers, Reviewers is debatable. I don't know. I think from what I heard, it was a good show for what it was doing. It's just it was stupid, and it also was very not what people expected from it. So I think that that's, oh, was, that's another discussion, though, uh, to, to have another I day. I loved so, it, yeah. but mainly because of my profession. Anyway. Yeah, there you go. Go ahead, Haz. Let's hear. Uh, I, I'm curious to see what other people think about this show, though, because it's. I feel like it. It's very hit or miss. I think uh, in terms of interest. Um. Well, first off, I'm just glad I'm able to talk with it about this show with such a distinguished member of the visual novel community, Miles. <laughs> yeah. Um, wherever he's at, on compared to me here. Yeah, it's my fellow white man. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and secondly, uh. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure inner species reviewer left some psychological trauma to somebody out there. That's very true. Very comparable. Uh, yeah, Higurashi New is or Goo New Goo ooh, bars. Um, Higurashi New is is pretty good. Uh, I love horror. Right, all of my completed manga are horror, uh, like Pumpkin Night, Yukito Shoujo, etc. Um. Revenge costume. It's it's just a good horror experience. I think this is a must watch for everyone, just because I like my um not Miles Pat was saying that was genuine. I'm sorry. No, uh, I, it's okay. That's yeah, so it's, good. That's that's, so good. Really, that, that's my point though. Like apparently we're the same person. So yeah. You white like, you Miles like that's how it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like like Pat was saying, um, horror just isn't something that gets touched in anime. Uh, with the same care uh that other genres do 
and it's not only not touched with the same care it's just not touched as often either um a lot of what's good horror really is like classic and it's kind of cheesy kind of in the same way like a jason x is but jason x is really i love jason x there's no um so yeah like if it's just a nice change of pace and it's not bad um i think they do something really cool to enhance it too which is they start each episode with horror for like three like before the op plays um and it just kind of and then they go to their slice of life shit and I, I think that really helps keep interest um, because something that I, I, I'm sure Miles would like to mention if he was here is that the, the horror in Higurashi in the visual novel, um, much like Doki Doki's visual novel, is far later in the playthrough. Like it starts off as a slice right. of life. And I feel like if it was presented as it is in the visual novel, there would be a lot less interest, but because they kind of like dropped these hints and they started off with the horror to leave, leave you kind of like looking for what's wrong in the picture, it, it creates a lot more uh, tension. And just also, the, the main character is fucking stupid. Okay, he is, he is really he's, dumb. Yeah, the dumbest character of this year has it's to what, be. It's what annoys me about the show is how stupid he is <laughs> and how. Like, there are things that just happen that immediately would send me being like, okay, this is fucking weird. I don't like this. To it, Rather than just me shrugging it off and be like, oh, whatever, that's nothing. But you know what? I'm not an anime character for a reason, clearly. So, I, I don't know. If you can get past that, and, and let me just give the example of how stupid he is, because it's in the first episode and the beginning of the second episode. And this is going to be a make or break for people. A girl comes up to him. With something that is clearly not an axe meant for cutting wood. It's a hook blade. It is a, a hook cleaver. Blade. Um, has it held up above her head, ready to swing down on him. Like this. He turns around, looks. She fakes surprise, like, oh, and drops it. And it's like, I brought the axe to help us get object A out of the dirt. And he's like, oh, should have just let me know. Then he picks up the hook blade that has a hook whack, whack, and whack. he minds he doesn't use it as an axe he uses it as a pickaxe with the little point at the end against what yeah so if you can get past that it's gonna be a fun time <laughs> and it works it, it works. works it works it works oh, oh that's so be, dumb if you played like 10 seconds of minecraft you would be tricking yeah, my, my, you know what you're right miles this is a terrible show fucking drop it everybody yeah, yeah honestly fuck what i this is drop it please yeah yeah, yeah. Also, I know Miles would want me to mention as well. Uh, they brought back all the original voice actors from the original series, which was like, again, that was from God. The original one was from Hopefully not the 2006. Yeah. I have no idea about the dub yeah. or not because it hasn't been made yet. But uh, but yeah, 2006. So that's 14 years. Uh, since and they don't past. sound the yeah. age out, out of middle school. <laughs> no, wow. they all sound like they're middle. supposed to. Yep, yeah. they sound like they're supposed to. So I got um, but yeah, don't watch this shit. Fuck this show. Oh, I, you can watch it. I okay, so <laughs> from what so. I'm getting, we have a must-watch, a considerate, and a drop from two people. So yes, this one's like much. all over the place. So let's just me in the middle. We'll say this is a considerate. I, um, I think it's a considerate. Miles has already dubbed it uh, anime of the decade four episodes in. So millennium, 
Millennium. Millennium. Anime, anime of the Millennium. So I guess if you're anime of the Millennium, you're also anime of the decade. So <laughs> take it for what it is. Higurashi, a slice of life and a different type of slice of life. It's, yeah, slice. Slice. slice Emphasis of on the life. slice. Yep. Next up is our second isekai of the season. Kuma, Kuma, Kuma Bear. Uh, maybe it's the, an isekai? It's an what? isekai. Yes. It Kuma, is... Kuma 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 what? Bear is an isekai. It's it's an SAO. There's no, there's no, three Kumas though. What? It's not three Kumas though. There's three it's Kumas. Two Kumas. She's a Kuma there's... and then she has two Kumas. She does. Yeah. There's three Kumas. There might be more Kumas as we go along. But okay, so this is an isekai. I'm getting a little off topic. Uh <laughs> girl gets uh bear suit. Bear suit is OP. She's isekai. Um really silly. Uh, this is Bofree Light, if you saw Bofree from earlier this year, where it's a very, very fun isekai. It does not take itself serious. It's purely based off her being OP in a bear suit and having fun interactions with the town. If you are a fan of Bofree, if you are a fan of, like, lighthearted isekais, I, I, Bofree is, like, the best example. Um, consider it, if you don't like lighthearted isekais, uh, this is, like, a probably a drop, but... Animation is really good. I really like the main character so far. She's like a child prodigy that just happens to be a huge avid gamer who gets isekai'd. It's it's pretty fun. It's a very fun watch. I watch it before like I go to bed. You will never be in a bad mood watching this show. It's just silly, good, fun stuff. So, uh, how about Haz? What's your first impression on Kuma 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 Bear? <laughs> um, Kuma Kuma Kuma. Uh, the acronym Bear. <laughs> The, the, the bad acronym, acronym there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really bad acronym. <laughs> uh, is just it's a good show. Um, I don't know if I would call it Buffery Light, uh, just because I feel like the main character in this is slightly more mature and, and it's less of a feel good anime. Just like a like a, you definitely feel good watching it, but I, I I don't think the same way that you feel good in Buffery. I, I think Buffery is a lot more light hearted and like uh up upbeat and this is uh, a lot more just wholesome things happen in the show and like the main character is a genuinely good person um i'm not entirely sure if it's an isekai because i'm pretty sure in the first episode even i don't want to spoil like what happens but it is an isekai it's well, not it's not just an augmented it's not like bofri where there's just like an augmented vr this is an, okay this is an isekai okay because it I, I'm uh, yeah. If it's a spoiler, I guess we'll talk about it off. But, but um, you know, it's really good. The cast of characters is great. Uh, the main character is fucking great. I love her. Uh, Kuma Punch, and there's some genuine laughs in there. Uh, the first time I saw the Kuma Punch, I I fucking died. Um, and when you know you get the two bears that each are like upset that she doesn't ride them. Or like that's yeah, arrival, like bear, yeah, yeah, Sundere fucking bears. I'm like, this is great. This is great. It definitely puts a smile on your face. Definitely fun, and we all need fun in these trying times. So I think it's a must watch. Um, wow. I yeah, I I would have put it under considerate if I. How do I put it? It it's not an over. It is an overpowered anime too, which is uh, like I think it just adds to the funny factor. Yeah. Um, and I, I love comedy and that overpowered shit. 
it's not misfit at demon academy but it's still like oh what the fuck are you doing with your bear suit who, who are you it's like oh but this is transmog legendary gear bitch yep um so yeah, it's great. It's, de- um, it's so definitely you- the meme where like you see the guy dressed up in like pink sparkles, but like the stats are too good to like get rid of the armor. That's exactly yeah. what her Kuma armor is. So, that's so funny to me because all right, you guys have sold me on this. It's, uh, it's a very silly show. That's so fun fact about this show made by EMT Squared, who made Assassin's Pride and The Master of Ragnarok. Those are the other uh, two big shows. I know. So you're not you not very popular up. shows. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, Renai Bokun, which is uh, Love Tyrant. I guess they did that uh, too. Flapper. Um, it is. Fun fact. This is not the only show that they've done that has Kuma in its title, which is Kuma means they bear. Did the Bear Japanese. Cafe up one? They did uh, Kuma Miko, which is... Uh, girl meets bear and it's uh i don't know it's just i saw it when i was looking at their uh you know their credentials and i thought that was funny and interesting to bring up but yeah i've added that to my watch list so i'll be too yay cat how about your first impressions on uh kuma 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 bear so just want to add this uh add this note in there when he said when pat said uh that they also did Girl Meets Bear one of the episodes is also named Girl Meets Bear just wanted to add that in Uh, so that's a little bit that's a little bit of a of a throwback. Some but, uh, lore. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but uh, is, is it not? I don't know. Is it not lore? That's probably. Cool. I don't know. Uh, real life lore, I guess. But uh, yeah, exactly. This show, this show is one of those shows that you just sit back and you're just like, yeah, I I, I like it. I'm like, I can if I watched the show. If I had waited to the end of the season to binge a lot of these uh, a lot of these shows. I would have just like it would have been done in like probably like four hours. Like out well three however long the fucking twelve, twenty episode things are. Just like fucking sit down, watch all these episodes, and then just be like, I, I had a really good day today. Like that's that's how that's how the show is. It's just one of those shows that you sit back and it's not really cannon fodder, but it's like you just feel good watching it and to be honest i i can't really give a uh a must watch it's up there it's up there but i can't really give a must watch because this show is such a is such because there are some people who just don't watch anime for for like for that uh that feeling of a of a slice of life or a comedy, they watch it for thrills or battles or things like that. So that's why I, I that's why I can't really say, yeah, go ahead and watch it. But the show is 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 kind of hilarious. It's a good show. So that's two considerates and one must watch, and then one at plan to watch from Pat. Yeah, for, for no, Kuma, it's... Kuma, Kuma Bear. It's Very... Funimation, isn't it? God yeah. damn it! Oh it's, my god! Fun. Yeah, Funimation took over this season. Up next is a show that me and Kat are watching, and that is the Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle. I know technically Sleepless Princess. You know what I mean. So I know Kat's really excited about this show. This show. So the premise is uh, Princess gets uh, kidnapped by like a bunch of demons, and she's stuck in the castle. So she's trying to make the best out of it, and she likes to sleep a lot. So it's her going around the Demon Castle trying to find new ways for her to 
either decorate her room or make her bed more comfy or have like better lighting and stuff. It's a really silly show, just like Kumba Bear was. The main character of the girl is such like a smug asshole. I love her. She just fucks with all the demons and they can't do anything because like she's like the ransom. So that they can't hurt her and they can't do anything. So she's like, she knows that. So she's just like, well, I got the key to get out of my cell. I'm going to go do whatever I want. They're like, no, princess, come back. It's great. It's a hilarious show. It's near must watch for me. Um, some of the comedy misses. I feel like some of the segments drag on just a little bit too much longer. So each episode is essentially broken up into two different like tasks she does or quests. I feel like it would have been much better if it was like three shorter quests than two longer quests. But for the most part, the show is like really funny. Um, near must watch, but I'm going to just label it as a considerate. Uh, Kat, your first impressions on The Sleeping Princess. So, a little bit of funny story about this one. Uh, this, this is the actual show that got my mom to let kind of put the the straw on the camel's back to break it uh, for my mom to actually start watching anime. Cause I was, I told her that I was going to watch seasonals and I was like, okay, I dropped another show for this season that we're not talking about now. Uh, so I'm going to pick up this show. It seems kind of meh. I might watch it. Then we watched it. And this was the first sub that she was like, I kind of like that. So I, I was a little bit shocked by it, but this show is hilarious. Just uh, honestly, this show is a must watch for me. Just putting that out there because it's because it's got that just like just that smug asshole. <laughs> like, there's no way to describe it because she is like a little runt and she runs all over the castle causing havoc to the demons who are essentially really nice people. And she just exactly. makes her life a living hell, pun intended. And the funny, one of the funniest moments that I can remember was when she got some dude who's half scissors and just fucking takes like three of his scissors, goes to, <laughs> goes to the fucking uh, demons that are basically sheets yeah. and cuts their cuts their head off she essentially and just murders like, these sheet like ghost people with giant scissors it's Jesus. so silly it's so hilarious they're just like oh oh great and uh, and probably one of my favorite things about it is when it flashes back to uh to just is it kind of a spoiler i don't really think it's no nah, it's, it's a this is like the first five if you minutes. think it's uh, a spoiler it's probably a spoiler there's a fucking there's there's a hero and he's trying to save the princess, but it doesn't fucking matter, okay? Uh, but every time it smashes back to the hero, that's some of my favorite parts because it's like such a dichotomy between we're trying our hardest versus oh, I just killed a demon and the demons can't do anything to me, so fuck it. <laughs> Interesting. So this is done by uh, Dogakova, who do do a lot of. Uh... They've done a wide variety of shows like uh, Monty Girls Nozaki-kun, they've done Plastic Memories, they did Himoto Maru-chan, Gabriel Dropout, Help of Fox Senko-san, and How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift, and of course uh, uh, 
the anime that shall not be named in front of has uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> something about singing a few days ago or something along those no, has lines. No, come back. You know, we have to review a show next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll say it now since he's gone. Yeah, sing yesterday for me. Uh, and, oh, and Tadakun falls in love. There you go. So, yeah, I fucking heard of that! No. Yeah, no, yeah, they've done some really good shows. Uh, so I think I, I could see this being hilarious. And it, it looks like a show that like based on their track record, it looks like um, a show that fits what they do well. Yeah, if that it's, makes a, sense. it's a very silly show. One of those shows, if you're looking for something not serious, shut your brain up, have a good time. I definitely recommend Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle. Oh, up next, me and Haz, we're talking about it. One of the best shows I've ever seen in my entire life. Hypnosis Mike, rap battle, let's go. What happens if the government is run by women and weapons are disbanded, but instead of fighting with fists, you fight with mics? That's right. Hypnosis Mike rap battle. Holy crap. Oh this show is what anime is meant for. It is. Yes. Okay. First of all, the raps are great. I Spin. love the raps. Keep going. The characters, 12 unique characters. Each uh, team is broken up into three different rappers. They each have their own personalities. And then there's four teams and they're eventually going to battle each other in the division rap battle of Tokyo. This is food wars on crack with mm -hmm. microphones. I love hypnosis. Mike, I know people are, if you judge the show critically, you're a fool. This show is meant to have so much fun. Enjoy it for what it is. It's just stupid over the top humor. The premise is so dumb. One of the teams is a gang leader a military commander and a detective that's the rap battle team like come on how does that not scream just pure brilliance i think hypnosis mike is a must watch if you are an anime fan go into it with just shut your brain off do not view it critically the show is so much fun i love hypnosis mike has your first impressions i mean like first of all let me just say like i uh, we need to clip this because because Pete just went and spit straight facts for however long he just that was fucking great like bravo Jesus Christ Thank that you. was like I know opinions are subjective but what he just said was facts right like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit hypnosis Mike is gas okay I think everyone who looked at hypnosis Mike in the fall lineup said what the fuck is that yeah that. That yaoi bait shit. Because that's I, what it looks like. It. 100%. I said that, so yeah. That's what, yeah. I said it. I was like, this is going to be horrible. I'm going to watch it because I watch bad shit. That's my, that's my jam. But that oh my so god. And then I watched the first episode. And I immediately had to add Pete like, bro, we got to watch this shit. The bars hit. The Fuck you. It has the best OP of the season. It does have the best I'm OP of the season. That shit goes crazy. The first four episodes, like, all right, it, it, it is exactly what Pete said. It's Shokugeki on crack, right? And I, and I love it because it even knows its own weak points. It's very self-aware. Now, it's it's not self-aware in, like, a comedic sense. But I think if you watch the first uh, episodes, the two groups that are the weakest in their introduction are the military detective and, and the scientist group. And, and those two are the ones that get the first arcs. Uh, the the medic and like the medic the celebrity and then like the depressed businessman yeah <laughs> that group gets the arc 
and it's great. Like, just think about that roster. It's so good. Oh, the military man reps. Okay, when the, when the military man. Oh, we haven't even the, talked the, about that. Oh my, the rap battle. It's they they have songs every fucking episode, right? You and they all go crazy, and the effects, right? The the military man spawns four quad launchers around him and shoots rockets yep. when he reps. Yep. The, the gangster has a coffin with skeletons that, like, in the last episode, no, the second to last, in episode three, the, the skeleton literally denied the other person rap. Like, the person was trying to put the mic, it was like, nah, nah, you would have thought. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So is this Carol and Tuesday, except rap battle? Edition? No. It's a, no, no, <laughs> I'm no. I'm I it's I better. <laughs> I bet it is. Well, that's not saying much. I don't know. It, Whoa, what? <laughs> I didn't like Carolyn. Oh, Tuesday. hot take. Okay, a hot take. A hot take. Okay. Hot take. Pat doesn't like Carolyn Tuesday and like Suicide Squad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, this doesn't even my longest just because, fuck, man. Like, I don't know how to explain. Not only that, it just looks super pretty, right? Like, I'm not into men, but. <laughs> if but, I were. <laughs> if I were, there's not a single. Single non-bangable male or single man would not let peg you in this show. It's they're all beautiful, okay. And then like the the three non-combatant member group that are like news journalists or whatever that follow them around have a waifu in there. Yep. If you're into that, yep. I don't think you'll be into that during this show though. No, nope. I think you're gonna be into some fucking bars. Yup. You know nothing about that. These motherfucking bars. We spit facts. Wow. wow. So uh this is done by a very small, not very well known studio known as A1, A1 Pictures. Pictures. <laughs> yes. Um you know they 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 their uh their shows aren't that well known, but they have some very good uh, some classics out there, you know, you gotta throw out the uh the random shows like Anohana, SAO, Blue Exorcist, Never Your Lion April, Fairy Tale, Promised Neverland, Kaguya Sama, Darling in the Franks, all these bangers of shows, you know, they're very, very small. Oh, Grimgar, very, very under, under known studio, though. They, you know, they're very oh. under the radar. So, yeah. Grimgar. Yeah, no, <laughs> not, not for me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, sorry, that was my bad bad take at a joke. Uh, but yeah, so that it's done by a very well-funded studio too, so I'm sure it looks yes. good as, the, as well. The animations are crisp. This is no cap. Like this, this is not even trolling. The animations are. It's a beautiful looking show. The character designs are great. It's really the military guy uses like a military radio. The police detective uses a police radio. Um, like the idol uses like a. A mic that looks like an ice cream cone. Like, it's so the, great. the scientist has, like, a, the, what's it, the ward, like, the symbol that's, uh, fuck, it's like a pole with, like, two snakes around it or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, a that's medic the, symbol. Yeah. That's medic symbol, yeah. Paramedic uh, symbol, medical. like, that's, that's the stand for his mic. It's so good. So good. Uh, this show, like I said before, this is what anime was meant for. Shows like this. It's incredible. Um, if you go on YouTube, they have like a full album of the people uh, doing raps. It's kind of, they have like an hour and like ten minutes of raps from the characters. So they got like real rappers from Japan, and there's one white guy who does the raps. It's really interesting just to see the people that who are like behind the scenes on this 
because it's not like uh, typical voice actors. It's like legit rappers. It's pretty crazy. That's actually I, crazy. Anyway, yeah. so you said the the mic is is the rod of the rod of Asclepius or whatever. Yes, yeah. That's fucking hilarious. They, that is so they clever. Don't, they don't move away from the character designs. It, it's really good. Like this show that is, is really so good. clever. It, it's we are we are being completely unironic right now. Like it's good. This I, is like I, this is the like an unironic now. eight or nine out of ten show. Like I I, I love hypnosis, Mike. It, I because it, it doesn't. Every, I look mm -hmm. forward to it like every week. Like it's. I, I okay so every friday i do the stairmaster at the gym i hate it so to, in order to pass the time what show do i put on hypnosis mice because yep. i take the show that gives me the most enjoyment with my least favorite thing in the world which is the stairmaster so it it's such a good show I, i'm I, watching it now i'm putting it on i it's fucking funimation again but you know what i'll put it everything's on, so. on funimation this season it's, I know. it's anime man. like that hypnosis mike like pete was saying it's anime at its like purist, like th this is straight. Oh, look, it, I'm gonna just say like three standout like situations. Okay, someone there's a there's a murder mystery uh, about uh, someone who died from a necktie. Um, there's a there's a hostage situation where someone where a group of people get held at mic point. Mic point. Okay? Yep. Mic point. Mike point. <laughs> He he straps his body like with bombs, but instead of what? bombs, they're microphones. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, dude, the like, show no, is no, let me rip this feedback right here. So this sounds like a show that it's not trying to be like a tell a masterpiece of storytelling like a Violet Evergarden, but instead it's but it's still like a classic show in terms of like it's just balls to the wall funny it's like and Kona entertaining. Suba. It's like how Kona it's, Suba yeah. writes it. Like it's stupid. It's dumb. It makes perfect but it's really sense well done. for the show it's in. It makes perfect sense. This mm -hmm. is the exact same thing. It's stupid. It's over the top. It makes perfect sense for the show. That's how okay. Yeah. What's also so, really funny about it, uh, real quick, Kat, is that every moment that it, it has this thing where the it's so good at putting me into it and like what's going on. When you're like they'll have sections where the characters are just interacting with each other before like the action pops off or whatever. And I'll forget that there are no guns in this world. So they'll reach into their pocket. Like you're about to pull a gun. And I'll be like, Oh shit's about to pop off. And I'll see the mic and I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> yes! here we go again. Bar. So good. I love this. That is show. funny. Kat, uh, you want to so say something before we wrap this one up? So I, I just want to say that I'm probably going to add back to my plan to watch list. Damn like, right. Cause I just can't watch it with my mom because she will fight me. Um. <laughs> no, 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 cap. This is oh one of the top six ops of the year. Top character animation or design animation itself in general. It's a honestly, it's a great show. So that's two must watches from me and has for Hypnosis Mike. And our last show of the evening, we are reviewing the plot heavy sport plot. climbing girls. That's right. You like girls? Do you like rock climbing? Well, guess what? We have another girls sports show for you. For me, episode one, start out exactly how I wanted the show. It was a really cool interaction with how they designed the characters on how they climb, like their, their strategy on how they do it. I'm like, this is really unique. This is interesting. Please don't throw tropes into the show. Guess what they did? They threw, they threw tropes. Oh, they have to throw tropes in the show. They can't let girls play sports. I hate it. It's like my biggest thing in anime. I hate when they have to make girls 
uh, cute. It's not about the sport. It's about how cute the girls are type of thing. They did it again with this one. They ruined it from the first episode. Uh, for me, my first impressions, if you like plot, and you know what I mean by plot, you'll probably like this. If you like girls in sports, you'll probably like this. If you're like me, where you would just wish they would let girls play sports, like Hani Bato, where it's about the sport, you will not like the show. Uh, for me, this is my, f I think this is the first one out of all of us. This is a drop. I don't think you should watch this show. Uh, yeah, uh -oh. so that's me. Pat, you can, since you wow. got, since you're talking, what's your first impression of the show? Um, I, like Pete, went in hoping it would be more sport heavy than, because I'm curious about the, how they're going to do rock climbing as a sport. Um, not saying it isn't a sport. It takes a lot of skill and talent. I was saying, though, like, as a competitive sport to watch, though, I, I don't understand how they were going to do it. But sure enough, they there there's ways that they compete and ways that they challenge themselves out there that um, I guess are part of real life that they adapted. Um, I agree that the first episode, it, for one, it, it really well animated. Looks great. Ex uh, yeah, amazing animation. Like the even, and it stays that way throughout the episodes I've seen, which I think there's only three that are out right now too. Um, it, it looks good. The waifus are all good too. Unfortunately, I agree that it does go. I don't think the tropey part really bothered me as much in episode two, uh, but it's still, I like it. Uh, the the main character, her her whole thing is that she was like a puzzle game or like a gamer who dropped that stuff because it was affecting her grades and she wanted to like find something else to do and the way she looks at like rock climbing walls as like a, a puzzle game it's very cool because like i do the same thing where i'll apply something in that i've learned in gaming or like a skill that i've acquired where it's just like you know just like it, it, it might not even be something important it might be putting away the dishes or something but like you you come up with like a strategy in your head of how to do it i think that is why i like the show a little more like i can relate to what the way the main character looks at the puzzles i guess um it's very plot heavy like you said pete though like the third episode i was sitting there watching it and i was just like there have been like three angles where i have seen the plot as the main focus of this shot and it's really getting old and it's just like man i thought this show was something different however i am going to keep watching it because it is cute girls doing rocket climbing and it is fun and i like the characters so far i no way is this getting anything above like a seven from me though <laughs> like there's no way it's climbing uh it's from the studio as well as blade they've done seven things total and nothing at all i recognize so it's very small studio um i don't know again the animation is good i mean, the characters are fun so far a little tropey but they are fun uh i'm gonna keep watching i think it's it's on that bottom end though like pete said he's he might drop it i'm i'm not gonna drop it but it's bottom line of consider it very right. very bottom line cat your first impressions so my first impressions like you guys first episode fucking i was i was into it first of all uh it also awakened something in me <laughs> um i'm i'm no longer asexual just gray uh <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta tick a lot of boxes for me to be into you uh so the thing is this show is just very like the first episode great great first episode uh second episode uh i've been watching it for the plot that's, that's, that's all i gotta say like it like 
Anime girls with muscles is my is my kink. Like that's <laughs> that's all I gotta say. Right. It's a consider like it's it's just considered a watch. It's damn near a drop, but like I'm probably not gonna drop it. <laughs> all right, that's fair. Has your first impressions? Well, this is gonna be really easy because <laughs> I, unlike you all, have culture, right? I I know a thing or two about anime. Okay, I've I've watched my fair share. Um. Anime is great. It's it's you know what? It might just be the best anime of the season. Um, let me let me explain real quick. If One Room season three was not currently airing, um, oh my god, <laughs> this right here would be anime of the year. Um, anime of the decade. Uh, I would even say century, but I'm not sure animation spans that far back. Look. If you uh, yeah, clicked it on does. it does span before 2000. Yes, it does. Look at that. Anyways, <laughs> he said century. He said century. century yeah, <laughs> you mean millennium? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Look, anyways, I everyone here clicked onto sports rock climbing girl out of out of obligation because they are on a mid to high tier anime podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they did awesome. not click. Yeah, they did not click on it like a normal anime viewer would. If you were just browsing and you saw this, you're clicking on it for the plot. And exactly what you expect is what you get, okay? <laughs> you get even a bit more in that first... That first episode is like a, a premature ejaculation, okay? It, you get some good stuff that you shouldn't have even gotten beforehand. Okay, that animation is beautiful. These women are beautiful and cute. Okay, and they're doing rock climbing. They're look. I I don't have a kink or anything. I'm 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 a thought. Get me lit. I'm down for whatever. I'm a slut. What's up? The 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 <laughs> muscles on Shoddy gas. Okay, gas. Fucking gas. I I read a manga about a woman. Um. That, that you may all know because I think like anime men read it too. Um, it's it's called How to Treat a Lady Knight Who's Never Been Treated Like a Female, right? Right? I've watched that shit religiously since it's dropped or read it. Okay, this is that, but better. Okay, because it's rock climbing and girls that I can relate to, and I just got out of high school. Okay, this is this is. I wish my if there was a rock climbing coming, just watch it. Be horny on me. That. Yeah, be horny on me. That's a great way to put it. Don't don't (laughs) let them put you down. Don't let them shame you. We're not getting etchy this season the way we should. Our etchy shows are all these three-minute ONAs, which, by the way, are gas pack. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's that's a good point. I'm not going to shame you for watching it because I'm going to keep watching it for the plot. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah. (laughs) We're still waiting on High School DXD season five. Mm. High School that is never coming back. Rest in peace. Yep. Um, I, what what do we have? We, I'll take what I could get. Okay, Girls Bravo season three one. Why does one room have three seasons, but I can't get any other show that I like to get a second season? Why are, why am I here doing this? God damn it! Watch it's a it's a must watch. It's a must watch. So okay. why why does this have? There's only I just looked it up. There's only four volumes of manga for this. The the source is a manga, by the way. Um, no score, score not applicable on Mal apparently as well, because I, I don't even, it, it's either not out or it's already done after four volumes of it existing. So like, 
how does this get an anime? <laughs> like, you know, like there's so the many fun. other things. Plot. I don't understand. Well, no, because I get because of the plot, but like, you know, there's so many other shows or manga out there that, that you would think would get a sh- an well, adaptation I, this... to try to sell more manga than th- this. I don't know. Again, it's just so weird to me. I I, I wonder what the business decision was. It's That's a all. Web manga. Okay. Uh, I will say it could be a thing like Darling in the Franks, where like they made the manga after the anime. Yeah. So I wonder. If it's... So how do how do you sell this in a business meeting though? How do you say, oh, Good I want to make a rock climbing anime without any yeah. source or one of interest? I'll... One yeah. way. Look, we got chicks. They got muscles. They climb. We get panty shots. There's no they, panty they, shots. They, That's they, it. There's no. There panty are shots. there. Yes. The, well, oh. it's not panty shots. There's ass shots, and ass it was shots, a yeah. very blatant in episode three. That's what I was saying about episode three. I was just like, "All right, we get it. This is like the fourth time you've had." Okay, they're working out, but the angle is if you're looking at my little webcam port uh, or screen in it, this half of the screen is a girl's ass, and then the other half is the in the background the woman of the other cast rest of the cast working out that's what those shots were like where i was just like all right we get it like yeah. this that's, is fancy like move on that's please it's cinematography i don't yeah <laughs> yeah you're right you're right it is good direction i'll give them that uh yeah, yeah they, they make things move in directions yeah yes. it has uh, there you go yeah okay so that's one drop one must watch and two consider for sports climbing girls <laughs> <laughs> and that is going to wrap up our first impressions of fall 2020. If you're interested in talking along with us with seasonals, you should join our discord. It's in the links below. Also, if you have Twitter, consider following us on Twitter. It's what do you say? Annie, what do you say? A and I on Twitter to say update on the podcast coming up in the next week. We have the Mononoke watch club. And then I think the very anticipated part three anime jeopardy. That's going yeah. to be real fun. So, Let's do this. Oh, can I can I say one small thing? Has spit whatever you need to spit. I know we didn't talk about it, so I'm not going to talk about it. But One Room season three is honestly the best thing airing this season. And if it's not, and if it's not, the second best thing is I asked in the the the, the, the other word for groveling. Um, so watch oh, yeah. those two. So if you want, if you, to, have... if you want to talk One Room season three with Has, join the <laughs> Discord because he's the only one watching it. Uh, Yeah, other than that, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.